0: Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took good engagement How long give? before a wedding should I send out save the dates? How many games are in the first series Use of NBA To playoffs.
1: check find email best on best other email clients. Identify That's fonts from... Where to find we were the four best years Brian stuff. Dog. Dog. Welcome
0: to... International SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how you can get the best possible SEO performance out of your site. Around the globe. Joining us for International SEO Week is Sarah Presh, who is the senior customer marketing manager for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And today, Sarah and I are going to discuss your best options for multilingual SEO setup. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? All right. Here's the first installment of International SEO Week with Sarah Presh, Senior Customer Marketing Manager for Search Metrics. Sarah, welcome to International SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Hello. And thank you.
0: Excited to have you as a guest. Since we're talking about international SEO, let's start off by talking about where in the world you are today.
1: <laughs> well, it was quite an international question. I'm technically in Ireland, but I'm stuck in the Czech Republic right now because there's no flights home.
0: I think you're technically in the Czech Republic, but you're from Ireland or who God knows where your laptop thinks you are. You could be anywhere in the world. (laughs)
1: Laptops get confused.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, you throw a VPN in there, the world can be a very interconnected place technically and also with our content. So let's dig into the details here. Talk to me a little bit about your options for multi-language SEO for international SEO setup.
1: Yeah. So I think when it comes to international SEO, most people tend to kind of forget the language side of things. But when it comes to like internet searches, um, statistics show that kind of over 70% of people actually prefer to buy in their native language. And the majority of people are actually searching in their native language as well. So say you're an e-commerce company based in Ireland and you're looking to do business in the UK, you're looking to do business in France and you're looking to do business in Germany as well. They're all not that far away, but in France and Germany, they speak a different language, which means that people are searching in a different language. So therefore, you're going to have to optimize your website for French and for German if you actually want your products to be found on the first few places at Google.
0: So it's interesting to me, you know, I'll use your use case as an example International SEO is something that could be very complex. You might have a native English speaker living in the Czech Republic. And, you know, yeah, the stats show that the vast majority of people in a market are going to speak the local language. But you run into places, situations like yours, where you're... An English speaker in the Czech Republic. I don't know if you speak Czech or, or what actual the, the official language is in the Czech Republic. Is it is the language Czech? It
1: is Czech. I do speak Czech, but we can use my husband as a good example. He can't speak a word of it apart from can I have a beer, please? <laughs> there you go. You have an
0: English speaker in a, you know, an, an expat in a, in a different country. You also have other countries where the native language is bifurcated. I'll take Switzerland for an example where you have Swiss, you have German. And then you have Swiss German and there's also French speakers, right? There's a a ton of different languages in any specific country. So let's talk about what happens when you're building your site and and thinking about getting set up for SEO, knowing that most people search in the native language for a given country, but not everyone does. You know, what's the strategy when you're getting started?
1: Yeah, so this is where you really need to know your target audience, because unless you're a business that's, say, targeting expats, the majority of people in the Czech Republic speak Czech and you're going to want to target the majority of the population. You're not going to want to target, say, the 10,000 foreigners who live in the country as opposed to the millions of people that live there. So once you've kind of worked out who your target audience are, what language they speak, that's when you're going to have to go ahead and start thinking about the multilingual side of things. With countries like Switzerland, I've worked with clients in Switzerland, and again, it's different regions. So if your business is local and mainly dealing with, say, the German-speaking area of Switzerland, then you'll just do German. If you want to target the whole of Switzerland, then you're going to have to do the different languages as well. There's kind of no avoiding it, unfortunately.
0: So depending on your region, depending on where you plan on selling, and honestly, who you're selling to, you have a couple different things to consider when you're thinking about internationalization, let's get into some of the practices for internationalization. This episode is about your options for multilingual SEO. When you say options, I mean, it seems like, all right, well, we're expanding to a new country or our country is multilingual. How do you go about, you know, whether it's translating or setting yourself up for success, what are the options to actually go and internationalize your content?
1: Yeah, so that's kind of where you have four main options, I would say. These are the four main options that most people tend to go for. You can get your local digital marketing agency to do the SEO for you. You can use a freelance translator who can do translation, a bit of SEO in there as well. You can use a big um, translation agency or a big content agency who can do the SEO and translation for you. Or you can use somebody in-country, like a local digital marketing agency or a local freelance SEO strategist who can focus on your SEO for you, all of them are good options, but all of them have their positives and negatives. So you kind of need to weigh up where your focus is and where your priorities are.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google, That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So let me just reiterate some of the things that you said. There's four different options. It was having someone on your team do the internationalization, hiring a digital marketing agency that's going to do internationalization, hire a essentially a, a translator, or finding somebody local in-country. Walk me through the differences as you're starting to think about internationalization, as you're expanding your content potentially. And How do you decide whether you need someone in-country, whether you should rely on an agency or whether you should try to be doing the content yourself?
1: Yeah. So when you think about doing it yourself, you need to think about kind of the finances behind it and what sort of budget you have. If you're a small business, if you're an SME, if it's a new market and you don't know what the ROI is going to be on that market, I would say it's quite costly to actually go ahead and employ somebody to do it for you because you've got all the overheads and you have to keep them on. And, you know, you can't exactly fire them if two months down the line or six months down the line, you realize that actually, no, this wasn't, this isn't going to plan. So let's take a look at the other options. So you have a freelance translator. Translators are really, really good when it comes to translating the content from one language to the other. Some of them specialize in SEO, but when you talk about SEO, like we know in the digital marketing world, Not very many of them at all are are well-versed in things like site structure, technical SEO, link building, all of those extra things that you kind of need to do. So they'll do it from one language to the other. They'll give you keywords, they'll put the keywords into the text, but you won't really be able to, you won't be able to get much help with the overall strategy as such. When you're looking at your local digital marketing agency, there are local digital marketing agencies who do international and they do have say people in-house who speak these languages but the majority just send it over to a translation agency and then you have the same issue they can translate it from one language to the other but you're kind of missing the big picture and the big strategy and it's kind of the same as well with the big translation agencies they'll give it from one language to the other but they won't actually sit down with you and talk about how to structure your website and that kind of thing and then the final option or one of the final options you have is getting a local SEO expert to do it for you. You can either hire a, I don't know, let's say a SEO agency in Paris if you're expanding into France or you can get freelancer SEO strategist who's doing that. But the cons that kind of go with that is trying to find somebody because it's not always easy to find somebody in a completely different country that you don't know if they're good, you don't know if you can trust them sort of thing. So you kind of got to weigh up where your priority is. If you want to go with a full-blown digital marketing strategy and your focus is going to be on SEO, definitely go for the person with the SEO background. There's no doubt about it.
0: It seems like there's two facets of this. One is the translation and internationalization of your content. And then the second is what your strategy is. Let's focus on the content for a second here. We'll double back into figuring out your right strategy. The first thing that you mentioned was the cost. I think that's one of the biggest things that stops people from international expansion is I've got all this content that I've built up localized in my you know region you know where our business started. We've got a ton of content and now I need to translate it all. It's a big upfront expense without a lot of guarantees that you're going to drive business performance in new region. So as you're thinking about the cost difference between the four options that you laid out, how do you evaluate what's going to cost the most and how do you figure out what the right value is just purely on the translation of your content perspective?
1: I think the thing you've got to think of is when you translate your content, it's not going to be optimized and people are not going to be able to find your website if it's not optimized. So it's a big expense if you're going to be paying thousands of dollars or thousands of euros to translate your website and then nobody's going to find it. It's not going to help with the ROI. SEO, actually, adding that layer on top isn't that much more expensive. And at least then you know that you're going to be getting some inbound leads and that kind of thing. And it's not going to be a waste of money.
0: I hear what you're saying, but as I'm evaluating Hey, I can go find a local freelancer in the market that I'm trying to break into as opposed to an agency, as opposed to hiring somebody in-house. How do I figure out what's going to be the most cost efficient if it's just on a pure translation basis?
1: On a pure, pure translation basis, they're all pretty similar. Having worked with freelancers, with translation agencies, the rates are pretty similar. Like if you hire somebody in-house, you have to think about the HR overheads, but there's no need to hire somebody in-house. If you want to go into France, you can hire an agency, you can use a freelancer, either of which are pretty similar in cost. And they both give you the same kind of benefit that, you know, you say you have your website to translate this month, next month you have nothing, the month after you have a, have a load of marketing materials, you pay for them when you need them.
0: I think at the end of the day, you know, as your site is going to be expanding, there is potential work for someone to do more translations. But that sort of upfront cost of taking the existing site, the content that you already have and translating this is a meaningful cost. And so you need to think about, is it worth bringing someone on your staff to not only do that upfront work, but then what the workload is going to be moving forward, as opposed to when you're thinking about an agency or just freelancers really the differentiation is going to be in what's the strategy that's happening you can hand it to just a pure translation service that's going to take your content probably be a little less expensive but really all you're getting is one word exchange for another you're getting that translation when you're working with a digital agency then there's more of an opportunity to think about the strategy. So we're going to double back and talk about how to set up your international SEO strategy in tomorrow's episode. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sarah Presh, the Senior Customer Marketing Manager at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Sarah and I talk about how to create your international SEO strategy. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Sarah, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her personal website, which is Sarah.presh.ie, which is S-A-R-A-H dot P-R-E-S-C-H dot I-E. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at Ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.